0: Hi again, this is Becky Robinson, and I'm so thrilled to be with you for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. Christy Kirk, my colleague, is not with me today, but instead I have a very special guest.
1: Lynn, would you take a moment to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Becky. I'm Lynn Galadner. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I was a journalist for 15 years, and now I work in marketing and public relations. But all along the way, I've been writing books. And so I have eight published books with the ninth due out in February 2021. And so I'm really excited to talk with you. Some of my books have been poetry, some have been business, some have just been narrative nonfiction, looking at one idea or another. That's amazing. So Lynn, we will make sure
0: that we put in the show notes some links where people can find out more about you and your books. And I'm so thrilled that you're going to take the time to share with us about what you've learned along your journey. So the first question, Lynn, is I'd love to have you share with our audience what has worked well for you in marketing your books.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, with each book, they each had a specific topic or focus, and I knew the audience pretty well, and I knew what I was trying to put out there in the world, and that helped to build a strategy for marketing that was successful. And so, for example, my last book that came out in 2013 was about bread and how it's important in religious and ethnic communities. And so we had specific communities that we featured, but we definitely looked for different communities where interfaith relations was really important because we did cover a lot of different faiths in the book. And that way, there were communities where they were interested in learning from each other, sharing recipes, coming together. And so those were the communities that we targeted with the book because they had already a disposition to come together and learn about one another. So understanding who your audience is, who's going to be interested in what you have to say, and then speaking directly to them and building those relationships has worked pretty well to get the book in the right hand.
0: That's really important. So one of the things I'm hearing you say, Lynn, is that it's important to be strategic. So can you talk a little bit more about how you approach a book launch or book marketing and how you make sure it's strategic?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I coach a lot of authors in writing their book. And so I start from the beginning. You know, what is your goal? Why do you want to do this book? Why do you want to get this out there? And then we outline the book with that in mind. So there's a goal for the audience. It's not just storytelling, but there's a purpose. And you want to educate people, inform them, inspire them in some way. And so that should guide the writing of the book. And then that makes it easier to market. And so if it starts at the beginning with strategic outlining or structure, as you're writing, then you're speaking with your audience in mind. Hopefully it resonates with them when they crack that cover and then it can help with the marketing later on. So I think it starts in the writing right away at the beginning.
0: So can you tell me some more Lynn about knowing your audience is so critical?
1: Yes. So this is true with any marketing endeavor that you're going to do. If you think everybody is your customer, really nobody is. And so the more narrowly you can define an audience and build a relationship with them, the more likely they are to do business with you. And so when you have a narrow topic that is going to appeal to a specific niche audience, you're likely to be able to reach out to them one-on-one, build authentic relationships, have them be mutually beneficial. And that way, you know, it's a win win for everybody. When you have too broad of an audience, it's really hard to be anywhere. Like, for example, with my bread book, I really knew that there were churches and synagogues and mosques that were interested in having these conversations. And there were only certain denominations, they were the more interfaith minded or congregations that already had relationships. And so those were the ones we would target. We wouldn't go to communities where they were homogenous or where they weren't interested in learning about one another. And so when you have that sector, that niche, then you can market to them and it's a fit and it doesn't take as much work as if you're trying to sort of pull people, you know, one strand out of a haystack, that kind of thing.
0: That's helpful. So let's shift a little bit, Lynn. I know that, you know, having written eight books and now you have a ninth one in the works, obviously this is doing something for you in your life and in your business. So I'm sure that there must be some measures of success that you've had. So can you tell us what has contributed most to your book marketing success?
1: Yes. So I think that the key is really that the author needs to be willing to interact and show up. And so when I've had the ability to do speaking engagements, when I have been at events, when there are different conferences where I've led a seminar or been on a panel, and this can work both you know, virtually as well as in person. It's always better in person, but it can work in both realms. When the author can be there, that really helps with book marketing and book sales. And so I think it's really hard to do from afar when it's not person to person, but there needs to be that interaction. So whenever I've had an opportunity to speak, I sell tons of books and whenever somebody takes a course that I offer or in some way I show up with them and there is that connection, I see a spike in book sales. So you have to be willing to do the work and offer opportunities, whether that's creating classes that people can take with you, it can even be over Zoom, and then you know book sales are a part of the ticket sales, or you find opportunities to speak in your niche so that you're expanding your reach, which can help to build your business as well. The book becomes the first interaction that they have with you, and then that can lead to a deeper relationship that can lead to bigger transactions as well.
0: That's really helpful. So Lynn, it's always interesting for me to hear the many different metrics for success that offer authors use and it seems like almost every author I meet has a different way of deciding whether their book was successful or not. So could you share with us about how you personally measure book marketing success?
1: Yes. That's an interesting question. So, you know, I started out as a journalist and when I was in my twenties, I set a goal of publishing a book by the time I was 30. And I was really lucky because my master's thesis, which was a collection of poems was published at 25. It was my master's thesis and a book publisher took it. And I got to come to graduation with a box of books, which was really, really cool. So my goal was putting the book in the world at that time. It wasn't necessarily building business from it. It's definitely changed over the years. But I have found that book sales are not necessarily my measure of success, but it's more building the brand awareness and leading to a deeper relationship. So when I write a book now, like my ninth book that's coming out next year is about the Make Meaning Matrix, which comes out of my podcast, the Make Meaning Podcast. And it's really how people can figure out their personal meaning and use it to make career choices so that they're really living and working purposefully. And so there's a whole system in there that helps people go through those steps and get to their place. And for me to sell that book, it's really much more about building the brand of the podcast and building a, a pipeline for the courses that I teach. And it may not be necessarily book sales. Like I want the book sales to happen, but I want the bigger relationships to happen. And so my hope is that success will come from first having that initial connection and then leading to a deeper relationship. So I think you have to know at the outset, again, it comes with the planning. Like, why are you doing this book? Do you just want to sell a book? Or do you want the book to be a launching pad for something bigger, which most times that's what it is. That's really helpful.
0: And certainly you're echoing a lot of ideas that we've shared before. So it's great to have some reinforcement. So if you're a longer-term listener to this podcast, you know that we wrap up most conversation with some action steps because we want you to be consistent in implementing actions to share your books with the world. And so today, as our guest, Lynn, do you have a couple of action steps that you can challenge our authors to implement?
1: I do. So the first one would be to think about what your brand is. So your brand as an author may be different from your brand in business or your personal brand, I want you to think really clearly about how you can brand yourself as an author and build some traction with it. And that would be taking a look at your social media platforms. um, How are you putting yourself out there Is the word author part of it? Is your writing process part of it? I think the whole process of getting your book to fruition and then putting the marketing behind it needs to be documented step by step in little snippets in your social media. I think that would be the first thing you can do in as early in the process as possible. And I think also that you need to align with some great partners to get yourself out there. So you can't do this by yourself. So you need somebody who's going to help you book some media interviews, who's going to help you line up events, who's going to help to really curate your brand in a way that's going to position you to meet your goals and to be successful with your book. Lynn, thank you so much for those
0: action steps. I hope if you're listening today, you will implement some of those action steps. Again, in the show notes, we will have some information so you can find out more about Lynn and the great work she's doing in the world, as well as a link to her podcast. So you can check that out as well. And I wanna just quickly as a side note, ask if you've been listening to this podcast for some time and finding value, we would appreciate your rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And as always, you are welcome to email me at any time with questions or suggestions for the show. And you can reach me, Becky at WeedingInfluence.com. Thanks. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad you invested some time with me. I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. Our website has many additional resources to help guide you no matter where you are on your book marketing journey. Check out the show notes of this episode for links to valuable free resources to support you.